What's up, everyone? This is the Trumpet of Truth podcast. Welcome Ooh. back. <laughs> Today, we're going to talk about some water walking faith. Amen. So, if you have your Bible, turn it to Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 14. Mm-hmm. Many of you are familiar with this story when Jesus walks on the water mm-hmm. and Peter bids Christ for him to come to him. So, in fact, it's in three of the Gospels. Well, yep. Peter walking on water is only in Matthew, but this account is in Matthew, Matthew Mark, Mark, and John. And John, yep. yep. Mark 6 and John 6. Yep. All right. Let's start the reading. You want me to read it or you want to read it? Okay. Go for it. Okay, I'll read it. We're going to start 1422. Um, to develop the context here, Jesus has just fed the uh, loaves and fishes, the miracle of the loaves and fishes to the 5,000? 5,000, yep. 5,000, yep, mm-hmm. 5,000. All right, <clears throat> verse 22. And straightway Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray, and when the evening was come, he was there alone. Notice he goes away alone to pray. Yeah. All of our prayer life should be like that. You should mm-hmm. have a quiet place. Yeah, even Jesus had to go away, send the multitudes away, go to the quiet place and pray and just be with God. Where's your quiet place? Mm, probably on the way to work every day because that's when I don't have any kids around. You're it, at yeah. work. And driving can, can be one of those places that if you've got a ways to go, you can do a lot of thinking. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of thinking when I drive. Even if the music's playing, I do a lot of like deep thinking. Deep thinking. <laughs> so instead of listening to a bunch of crazy music and thinking about nonsensical things, use that time as a quiet place because it's one of my final yeah. quiet places. Another quiet place for me is the shower. I like taking a mm-hmm. 15, 20 minute shower and just. Yeah. You know, spending about two minutes cleaning myself yeah. in about 18 minutes. In <laughs> you the quiet parents place. know what we're talking about. Yeah. There's a little time when you're without kids. so Or that you're not focused and paying attention to them because yeah. of their needs and wants and yeah. spoiled little desires. Yeah, I go back and forth on my way to work. Some days I just blast worship music all the way there. And then other times I turn the music all the way off and I just pray all the way there. It's a good balance of both. Yeah, I, I mean... I could probably count on one hand how many times I've turned the station to a secular station in mm. the last two years Easily. or so. Mm-hmm. You know, everywhere I go, it's generally, if I'm in charge of the radio, it's yeah, it's Christian. Well, and even if we do it, like, once, there's usually, like, a bad word, a bad, like, context, a bad situation, and we're like, eh, no, back to 88.3. Because the commercials, they do oh, some yeah. stupid commercials on the radio. Yes, they so do. So I'm like, no, nah, done with you. Okay, moving on. Anyways, moving on. Yeah, go to your quiet place. Quiet place. Take time to pray. Jesus went apart and prayed alone, so Mm -hmm. you you need to do that too. too. If he needed focus, you need focus. Your focus need my focus. (laughs) Okay, uh, verse 24. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a spirit. And they cried out of fear. Mm. And I also want to read out of Mark because it says in Mark 648, and he saw them toiling and rowing, for the wind was contrary unto them. 
and about the fourth watch of the night he cometh unto them. So not only is he just standing over there just waiting for an opportunity to walk on water, he sees them. He sees them in their toiling. He sees that the winds are crazy and that life is chaos. He sees all the hardships that yep. you're going through. The panic mm-hmm. and the distress. Yes. He sees it and uh, so he starts approaching them walking on the water. Yeah, and he doesn't just stay still. What does he do? He goes, goes to, to them. them. Yeah. And notice that they were scared. They said, oh, it's a spirit. Mm-hmm. And they cried out of fear. Yeah. Well, a lot of times when, when God shows up in your life, it can be frightening because sometimes God doesn't show up the way you think he ought to show up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that can be, you know, scary or confusing mm-hmm. or anything. Yep. So, anyway, God does what he wants to without, <laughs> with or without your permission. Yep. He doesn't really care what you think. <laughs> if he wants to walk on water, he'll walk on water. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, furthermore, here we go. Be uh, 26, yeah. And the fourth yeah. watch of the night, Jesus walked unto them walking on the sea, 26. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, oh, they were troubled. Okay, 27, sorry. They were troubled. Saying out of fear it was a spirit. spirit. 27. But straightway, Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. Why? For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. <laughs> Thought I'd throw that in there. Yeah. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come unto thee and walk on the water. Hmm, Peter. Yeah. Someone would say, wow, he's questioning God. Yeah. But in First John, was it chapter 4? Mm-hmm. John says... To try the spirits, for not every spirit is of God. Mm-hmm. It's actually First John four one. First John five. four one through five. Mm-hmm. So, notice they called it a spirit yeah. when they seen it. And so, what does Peter do? He tries H- it. His faith is like, okay. If you are the Jesus that I know, bid me to come on the water, and if it's you, I have enough faith that if it is you, I'll walk right to you. Yeah. Yeah, big faith. <laughs> big faith. So it's not necessarily that he's he's not questioning. Or or like testing or Jesus. Or testing, yeah. yeah. He's just saying, if it's you. Yeah, he's trying the spirits. Uh, he's trying the spirits. Because in First John 4, 1 through 5, it says, Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they have, are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesseth that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. That is the spirit of Antichrist. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, so he was trying the spirit. Yeah. You know, he's, but his faith, he had enough faith that if what this person on the water was telling them to be if it was true he yeah. believed wholeheartedly that he would walk on water if it was jesus big big faith <laughs> big big faith water walking faith they yeah. call it so peter answered him and said lord if it be thou bid me to come under water unto thee and he said come and when peter was come down out of the ship he walked on the water to go to jesus mm, wow so it worked but when he saw the wind boisterous he was afraid and beginning to sink he cried saying Lord, save me. Mm. Been there. Mm-hmm. Notice, <sighs> he was walking yeah. on the water. He did it. But he took his eyes, his focus, off the one, off the object of his faith. Yeah. You know, his faith got him there, but it was the object of his faith 
that kept him on top of the water. Jesus. Jesus. Mm -hmm. As soon as he took his focus off of Jesus, what did he do? He started sinking. We all do that. Oh, yeah. How many of you guys do that? (laughs) I do. You get in a season of your life. You you read, you pray, you fast, you minister to others. Then you start, oh, well. Looking around you. It's almost deer season. Yeah. Oh, fixing to start racing soon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, turkey season's coming up. Or even looking at like the turmoils in your life or things that bad that are going I'm on. I'm specifically talking about myself I know, here. I know you Not are. Not everyone is worried about turkey season, <laughs> but I am. Yes. I'm. So anyways, it's the cares of the world and what's going on around you. You lose your focus. You focus on other stuff. And then Jesus is like, bro, you're sinking. Yep. Then he's like, Lord, I'm sinking. <laughs> save Lord, me. save me. Save me. Yeah. Notice what Jesus does. Verse 31. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand. And caught him, and said unto him, O thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Mm. Man, Jesus was so kind. <laughs> he always said what people wanted to hear. <laughs> Not. No. He saves him, and he's like, seriously, dude, you have zero faith. <laughs> Why'd you doubt me? Why are you doubting me? Yeah. I, I just fed 5,000 people with mm-hmm. two sardines and a couple pieces of toast. And I'm walking on water. And and I'm walking on water. Now you're walking you on water. You were just walking on water. Like, what is your problem? Yeah. Why do you not have yeah. faith? Yeah. So, I mean, he was really kind and, and very <laughs> concerned about Peter's feelings when he said that, I feel like. Yeah. Jesus no, is wasn't. kind, but he spoke truth in love. Yeah. He, that, he knew if he was like, oh, Peter, it's all right. Peter's faith would not grow an ounce. See, this is the same Peter that denies him three yeah. times. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So sometimes, as much as we don't want to face reality, a little bit of tough love is what we need. Yeah. Peter didn't need to be coddled mm-hmm. in that moment. He needed to be like, hey, you have zero faith. Why are you, you need to stop. Right. Buck up. Buck up. Quit doubting. Mm-hmm. But Peter was the only one that got out had of the ship. Had enough faith to get out of the so ship. So for yeah. Jesus to say to the one that actually had enough faith to get out of the ship, he still tells him you have zero faith. <laughs> little faith. Yeah, little faith. So anyways, all that to being, all that being said, you know, you've got to have faith mm-hmm. in the things that you cannot see. You know, Peter, you know, it, it's way tougher for us to believe because we haven't seen the Messiah in the flesh. Yeah. They got to be with him, and they still doubted. Yeah, can you imagine seeing all those miracles and still having your moments of doubt? <laughs> I can't. They just got in a boat after a miracle. Yeah. And we're fixing to read here how their hearts were hardened to that miracle. That's why they had little faith. Yeah. Okay. Verse thirty-two. <laughs> and when they were come unto the, and when they, he's talking about Jesus and Peter, and when they were come unto the ship, the wind ceased. Mm. Then they that were in the ship came and worshipped him, saying, O of truth, thou art the Son of God. Oh, now (laughs) Now we believe believe. you're the Son of God. (laughs) And when they were gone over, they came into the land of of Gennesaret. And that's uh, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's the story of Jesus walking on the sea. They got to... I love how as soon... Gennesaret? Is that how you said it? Gennesaret? I think so. When they came into the ship and the wind immediately ceased, I love that too. When Jesus shows up, it's like chaos is over. Chaos is over. Freedom is here. You know, Jesus is here. Yeah, I think another in one of the other gospels it says um, that immediately they were on land too, like the, like oh, the wind yeah. and everything. I think it's in John. Go to it. John six. It may be in that one. Read it in Mark. Towards the I'm end. I'm in Matthew. Oh, you are. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I went back to Matthew. 
Maybe in that one. <laughs> it's in John 6 and Mark 6 is the other accounts. And in one of them it says that immediately the wind season they were back to land. That'd be kind of crazy. That's a deaf man being healed. Oh, yeah. And he... Mm, and they were sore amazed in themselves beyond measure and wondered, for they considered not the miracle of the loaves, for their heart was hardened. That's where that is. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think it's in John where it talks about they were immediately on land. Let me see it. You have a Bible in front of you? Fine, I'll look for it then. I'll look for it. Everyone's probably thinking, wow, how disorganized. <laughs> There's just several accounts. Come on now. There we go. All right. <laughs> I mean, I guess it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Then they willingly received him into the ship, and immediately the ship was at land, whether they went. Yeah. John six twenty one. Even though that's not really that's like not an really important, important part of it, it's just really cool. It's just one of them that I remembered, and I I said it like an idiot. So. <laughs> no, All fine. right, so just some key takeaways here. What's one of them? You one, think? you need to go away to pray. Yep. Have your quiet pray. place. Two, try the spirits. <laughs> yep. Not every spirit is of, uh, is of God. Yeah. And um, take note to this. There is such a thing as the spiritual realm. Yeah. Like some things are not always flesh and blood. Some problems in your life, some things that are coming against you are a spiritual attack. Mm -hmm. They're real. If you believe in God Almighty and his son and the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. you, you cannot. It's a theological error to yeah. believe that there's no such thing as demonic influence. There's no such thing as evil spirits because it's the number one thing Jesus did was cast out evil spirits. Yeah. And it continued through the book of Acts. And yeah, where do you think they all went? Yeah, they're still here. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that being said, there is a spiritual realm. There is a battle with principalities. Paul mm -hmm. said, the thorn in my flesh is a messenger of Beelzebub to tempt me. Mm -hmm. That's a demon. Yep. A messenger of Beelzebub. Angelos is the word there. Messenger. It's an angel of Satan. Which we is call that an evil spirit, a demon, evil spirit, yep. to tempt him in his flesh because your spirit doesn't want to sin, your flesh does. That's how they tempt you. Okay. And we also know that we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and spiritual wickedness in high places. We don't fight Jacob and Alley. We fight Jacob and Alley versus Satan. Yeah. Pick a Bible up and kick him in the teeth. <laughs> That's how you fight. <clears throat> yeah. So anyways. Try spiritual, the spirits. There's a, try a spirit. Try the spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, I think third... Have enough faith to get out of the boat. Yeah, water walking faith. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, if if we could just have a little bit of faith to step out of our comfort zone to share the good news with our neighbor or to like our cousin, like or, that, like yeah, that would be like pretty cool. Yeah. Because the apostles and the men and women of the new early church in the Book of Acts, they have so many great stories, and we're like, oh well, um, we went to church a lot. We, every Sunday, we yeah, were there. Big deal. Maybe ever the Wednesday. You know, so, <laughs> have enough faith to step out and take the commission seriously. Yeah, and yeah. It's okay to look foolish or to be mocked or whatever because Jesus didn't promise us comfort. Yeah, absolutely. Number four, I would say, 
would be don't take your eyes off Jesus. <laughs> That's right. He should be your main focus all day, every day. Your focus need more focus. Mm-hmm. Focus on Jesus. Yep. And then uh, lastly, Jesus isn't afraid to hurt your feelings. Not lastly, there's probably more than that. Yeah, there's so many. So many things in this. But yeah, Jesus ain't afraid to hurt your feelings. He's not afraid to expose you. Yeah. You have little faith. Yep. Why would you doubt? You're right. Um, yeah, and then when God shows up, it may not be in a way that you think, you he, think he ought up. to. Yep. So just be ready for it. Be ready. <laughs> All right, do you want to do our song of the week? Oh, and I also wanted to tell you guys, if you... I don't know if we've talked about The Chosen on here. I think we have. It's a a series called The Chosen. It is a strictly crowdfunded chronicle of Jesus's life and his chosen people around him. It's it's Hollywood quality but without the hands of Hollywood in it. There's yeah, no the Yes, there's no funding from Hollywood. It's all crowdfunded. All you have to do is download the app. I think it's Angel Studios app now and it's It's, com- it's on both. They have the chosen app and then Angel Studio. Yeah, and it's app. completely free. You can watch all 3 seasons. They just finished up the 3rd season and the reason that I'm mentioning this is because the last episode is when Jesus walks on water and Peter walks on water with him and it is so so I literally did not stop crying it's so good it presents all of the chosen people that were around Jesus in his ministry as just like real people obviously there's some extra biblical things that are just not extra biblical they're just they're things that the Bible doesn't specifically talk about yeah but it's added context to develop characters it's things that could have happened based on yeah we like like for instance we we know Simon Peter had a wife. Mm-hmm. So Because Jesus healed his mother in law, his right. wife. <laughs> and and you know it because it tells us in the book of Acts too that he was married. Yeah. But when someone's married, obviously like n- no marriage is perfect. There's gonna be marital issues. Especially so we, when you're giving up everything to go follow <laughs> the Messiah. Right, right. I'm sure there was some marital issues. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of character building in the show based off of context mm-hmm. from the Bible. Yeah. Not necessarily the detailed parts, they're not in the Bible. Mm-hmm. But we can say, yeah, that that probably that could have happened. happened yeah. Peter was a fisherman. Right. You know? So, anyways, and it's really, it's a really good. good show. It um it really gives you some perspective of. Mm-hmm. And if you're new, if you're a new Christian, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. If you're a new Christian, it helps you through the Gospels. It really puts a you know a face to a name. And then if you're an already Christian, you've been a Christian for a long time. It just brings these characters that you know and love literally to life, and you can just see them blossoming in front of you. That and it's not like a three hour deal. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah, like yeah, an yeah. hour and a half passion movie like this is you're gonna get to see like i think it's in luke chapter four was one of the episodes where jesus is in a synagogue and he reads the book of isaiah and he's mm-hmm. like this today this prophecy is fulfilled and everyone yeah. hated him yeah and the, yeah like you see that word for word in the show yeah. played out in one of their scenes and i think that's what i love most about it like there's auto, obviously added stuff to mm-hmm. to make it a show to make it relatable but the parts that they do put in there that are actually from scripture there were Word for, yeah, word for verbatim. word out of the Bible. And it's really amazing because sometimes when we read the Bible, they can just seem like we're, like black words on white pages. And so when you see like this scene of, of Peter walking in the water or Jesus feeding the 5,000 or this Sermon on the Mount or yeah. all these different things that are in the Gospels to see like how human Jesus was mm-hmm. on screen, it's like it just makes it more powerful for me. Oh, yeah. And they do, a, I think... 
as far as like the Jesus I read in scripture, that the scripture tells me how he was. Yeah. I think that they've got it pretty dang close. Pretty dang like, close. They, like the actor, he's got the tenderness and the compassion and just that you can see how much God so loved the world. Yeah. Right. But you mm-hmm. can also see the holiness and the side of Jesus that rebukes sin, that is yeah. separate from sin, that is separate from unholiness. And all of his miracles and all of his wonder working power, you just yeah, see you it. You see it. Yeah. It's really, really good. So anyways, all that being said, check download it out. The Chosen, check it out. It's crowdfunded. Yeah. You know, there's no bad influence. I mean, everything has its problems, but you know, from what we've seen, we know a lot of godly people that give this show the thumbs up. And yeah. so, yeah. Absolutely. I think it's really good. One last thing in the passage before um, we conclude here. The last thing here we didn't talk about was when Jesus got on the ship, everything seized. Yeah. Wind seized and all the chaos stopped because God is not the God of confusion, but of order. Yeah. So everything godly, there is no chaos in it. Yeah. So, he, you know, he rebukes the wind. He rebukes all the chaos in your life. And if you let him, he can take it off from you. Right. You know, but you've got to be willing to. Keep your eyes on him. <laughs> have big faith and be ready to surrender all things to him. Absolutely. Let him be the Lord of your life and your life will go from a chaos and a mess to calm, order mm-hmm. Absolutely. and peace. <clears throat> all right. We better wrap it up with a song. Um, so the song we chose today is christ is risen by phil wickham it really doesn't have much to do about the passage today but it's such a good song that you guys what need to listen jam. to it it's a jam i love oh, phil wickham he's oh my, he's man. my favorite he's literally anything phil wickham is just amazing um i'll just read the chorus no i'll read the second verse the prodigal is welcomed home the sinner now a saint for the god who died came back to life and everything is changed Hallelujah, Christ is risen from the grave. Hallelujah, Christ is risen from the grave. You know, sometimes we can say that like, oh yeah, Christ is risen. We say that so nonchalantly sometimes. Can you imagine (laughs) if you knew someone that was raised from the dead Mm, after being dead for three days? Yeah, not even even like just like dead. And if you think about it, like, I don't want to sound morbid or anything, but if you thought about someone who has died in your life, maybe close to you, grandma, whatever, I'm thinking about my grandma, Mm -hmm. And I can't imagine us putting her in the ground, having her, you know, funeral, and then three days later, her raising from the dead. That is unbelievable, guys. Put that in perspective. Put it into your own life. That is unbelievable. Our God is so big. Our God is so awesome. Yeah, don't just read over that. Yeah. Christ is risen. Christ is risen. Like, Mm -hmm. that's... Yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's the whole, you know, It's and it's the whole reason that everything's true in the Bible, you know. If, If he didn't raised from the dead if he didn't defeat death then this whole thing is a sham absolutely it means absolutely nothing if christ didn't rise out of the grave as a demonstration to what we're going to do because mm-hmm. um, he takes us with him you know yeah when we when we die in this flesh if if that didn't happen then let's pack it up <laughs> you know be done yeah but it did happen so praise Ooh, god made yep. a way when there wasn't a way absolutely so anyways don't just nonchalantly say oh yeah christ is risen it's it's another easter <laughs> we don't want to hear that no no nope. get nope. excited about it yep Woo-hoo. all right you want to pl- pray for us yep 
Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for all the many blessings in our lives. Lord, I pray that this message reaches someone. I pray that they can apply these several principles to their own life, Lord, and grow closer and closer and closer to you. I pray that they take you seriously, Lord, and that they have big, big water-walking faith. Thank you for Jesus, Lord, and I just pray all of these things in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys, stay in the Word. Yeah, have a good night. Tell me how much you read your Bible, and I'll tell you how much you love God. Ooh. (laughs) A little bit of conviction to leave you with. Yeah. All right. See you guys. Have a good night. Stay tuned for a listen of our new song, Runaway by Trumpet of Truth.